If you asked Razor how he was doing, the standard response was, better than you, Chico. I learned that when I stepped through that curtain, that I could have a relationship as a performer with an audience. And it was a powerful thing to me, whether I was the hated villain or the beloved hero. And that was something that I've always treasured. So thank you to all the wrestling fans here. And all the fans watching around the world. Top of the top episode 160 of Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. Thank y'all for tuning in. This week's topics gonna talk about Tom Brady's unretirement. Got some wrestling news for y'all and some new music from Benny, the Butcher, and Lucky Day, man. So sit back, relax, enjoy episode 160 of Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? Episode 160 of Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode. Saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a safe week. Safe weekend. Stay safe. Whatever it is you had to get done, get it done. And like I said, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Before I start, all my people, man, whether you in the sports, not in the sports, if you love money, March Madness, about to tip off in college basketball, uh, both men and women. But for the men's uh, bracket, I'm doing a $25 giveaway. So I'm posting it on all my social media accounts for the next few days. So go ahead, link in, make you an account. It's an app you got to uh, download, the March Madness Challenge app, something like that. Make you an account. Um, click the link on my social media accounts. Make you a bracket. Do not feel bad, man. I do not know what I'm doing as well. <laughs> uh, like, I, y'all know I'm not that in tune with college basketball. So, they got different options. You can manually pick team by team, round by round. You can do an auto field. They can pick... Uh, I think the top seeds, all the underdogs, or they can just pick random teams to help fill your bracket out. And what I'm doing is whoever has the highest win percentage at the end of the tournament, I'm going to cash up y'all $25. So it's not by round by round what team you pick to win off a winning percentage. So just because you won or you lost five games in the first round don't mean you out of the loop. You know what I'm saying? It goes all the way to the end, and we'll just see winning percentage-wise who's ahead. And I may do it week by week, every three days, because y'all know March Madness games come on every day. Numerous amount of games come on every day. So, 
yeah, check out my social media. All of them, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. I'm posted. Yeah, man, y'all enter for a chance to win some money, man. Giving away some money, you know, and I'm finding some pools to get into, some buy-in. And with this, uh, what I'm doing is no fee, no charge to get in. Just make you an account, drop your bracket in my podcast group, and, uh, you know, see what it do. Well, first, to start with, man, R.I.P. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, for us wrestling fans. This one cut deep, man. He was a beloved wrestler throughout the years. Of course, he spent time in different organizations, New Japan, WWE, WCW, TNA. Um, he's a lot. He's known for being Razor Ramon in WWE in the early 90s. Classic ladder match with Shawn Michaels. Classic, classic match. Intercontinental title match. But for me, man, 1996, when he jumped ship, and it wasn't no social media back in the day. Of course, now we see the video, the picture of the click in the ring at Madison Square Garden hugging. That wasn't seen before, and him and Kevin Nash was leaving. But Scott Hall was the one that popped off the Monday Night Wars between Raw and Nitro. And when he showed up, man, and the Outsiders, and that came to be NWO, and we know what that movement is. That's what I remember him for the most, man, coming out with the two-pick. You know, and throughout the years, he's been around, two-time Hall of Famer. Of course, he had his troubles. Salute the DDP. It was a documentary on Netflix years ago. I don't think it's on there no more, but it was DDP's documentary where he took in Scott Hall and Jake the Snake Roberts, you know what I'm saying, like a rehab slash yoga type of thing he had going on. So salute to DDP. He got Scott Hall back. And what I heard is Scott Hall had three heart attacks Saturday night, he was going in for hip replacement surgery, I'm, I believe it was. And when I heard that, because I didn't know that until yesterday. And that would hit me hard because my uncle just had hip replacement surgery. So I was like, damn, like, you know, it could have went left. You know what I'm saying? So that really had got me shook for a minute. But, yeah, man, Scott Hall, beloved, beloved wrestler, man. Like I said, two-time Hall of Famer. Uh, we kept up to date with it via Kevin Nash. X-Pop from their Twitters and their Instagram. It was a time where X-Pop tweeted that he was taking off life support, but he was still breathing on his own, so there was a chance of a miracle, but, you know what I'm saying, we see how that came about, but all in all, man, Scott Hall definitely laid the groundwork for the Monday Night Wars in the uh, late 90s. Without him, who knows what would have happened with that, because he the one that showed up during the televised event, walking down the stands, jumping the gate, getting in the ring, and he was fresh from um, WWE being Razor Ramon. So everybody was like, yo, what the fuck he doing here? Like, and him and Kevin Nash, everybody was like, yo, this is like a real hostile takeover. But little did they know, like I said, it was no social media. So they had signed contracts, but they was playing as if it was a hostile takeover. So the way they did it, man, was great. I said it time and time again. I get it. Everybody loved this dark, you know, these serial killer documentaries and all this if you want to find some dark documentaries to watch dark side of the ring uh the network on peacock app they got a few like the monday night wars uh docuseries it's some dark you know what i'm saying like i say i say time and time again some dark stories man pro wrestling 
You know what I'm saying? Some stuff you would never thought was going on behind the scenes. And Scott Hall, he got a few stories that I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people will be taken back by him and Shawn Michaels, him and Kevin Nash. Uh, on YouTube, Wrestling Bios, type in Wrestling Bios, Scott Hall, and see the whole thing with um, Thunder, Thursday Night Thunder and all that. Man, there's some very, very interesting stories going on, man. But rest in peace, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, prayers for his family, his friends, and the wrestling community, man. Like, this one hit. Like, this one definitely, definitely hit. And we know Scott Hall history, and we was like, you know what I'm saying? Smooth dude, man. Chico. You know what I'm saying? So, rest in peace, Scott Hall. And oddly enough, man, Saturday night, I went to a uh, a wrestling event. Like, WWE was in town, Columbus. They had a house show. I took my cousin. He's seven years old. And uh, seeing that news the next day, it made me think about a video I saw on YouTube where this guy was reviewing a pay-per-view from, like, the 80s. I think it was WrestleMania, one of the early WrestleManias. And it was Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior. And he said while he was watching it to, you know what I'm saying, review for YouTube content, he said one of his kids came in. And while he was watching it, one of his kids was asking, like, oh, where he's at now, Ultimate Warrior. He was like, uh, yeah, he passed away a couple years ago. And they was like, oh, what about this guy, Rick Rude? He was like, uh, he passed away also. And they was like, well, what about the referee? And they was like, well, yeah, the referee passed away as well. So that's the thing about wrestling, man. We enjoy it, but it can get very dark very quick. But my cousin, he enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. They stepped their game up with these house shows too, man. Like it was from like seven thirty to like ten, ten fifteen, like a three hour event, and that would took me back. I think it would be like an hour thirty, two hours. It was almost about three hours long, man. But WrestleMania coming up in two weeks. I'll talk about that more when we get closer to WrestleMania. The card. I probably do a, a prediction and all that after show uh, segment and everything about that. So. Be in tune with that. But all in all, like I was just chilling the weekend. Like I said, I took my cousin, went to go see the uh, house show at the Civic Center. Uh, they had Finn Balor was there. Seth Rollins, man. It, it'll be a crime if Seth Rollins is not involved in WrestleMania. I saw a report saying Cody Rhodes was supposed to be his opponent. And I talked about that a couple weeks ago, how we thought Cody Rhodes was going to immediately show up on uh, Raw or SmackDown. He hasn't yet. Uh, Raw is tonight in Jacksonville. It's rumored that he's going to show up tonight. We have yet to hear any reports about that. But Seth Rollins needs to be at WrestleMania, man, because his theme music, when you in a match and the crowd is just singing your theme music, whether it's a chant or whatever, you over, man. And I can only imagine that being at WrestleMania. So I love to see Seth Rollins' involvement in WrestleMania. Street Profits was there. Matt Riddle. Ray Mysterio and his son, The Miz, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch. They had a great show, man. Like, I really enjoyed it. And like I said, my cousin enjoyed it. Uh, maybe they'll come back again sometime later this year, but we'll see about that. But to start with, man, I definitely got to say, rest in peace, Scott Hall, man. One of the greatest to ever do it. Now, NFL news. Tom Brady unretires after two months. <laughs> I didn't talk about it. I don't think I talked about it at first when it first happened because it didn't feel like a Tom Brady retirement when it was announced. Like, I remember, I think it was like a Saturday, Adam and those guys, they reported Tom Brady retires. 
I believe like an hour or so later, a report saying, yo, Brady didn't say nothing. His camp has not confirmed it. Tweets been deleted and all that. So it didn't feel like a Tom Brady retirement. Then the next day, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky announced uh, they was uh, expecting the child. And then I believe the next day, Tom Brady made a post saying he's retired. It didn't feel like a Tom Brady retirement. And when he lost in the playoffs, I said on the podcast, I feel like he's going to come back for one more year. So when he retired, and then the next, the, like the next news cycle week, all the shows, they dissecting the retirement tweet saying, well, there's room for you know him to come back. We'll see what happened. Like they were just dissecting. I was like, Tom Brady, he's not going to. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't. He's going to pull an Urban Meyer and come back. And this past weekend, he announced that he's coming back. Uh, he realized his place is not in the stands, which a lot of people took as, um, I don't need to be home right now. <laughs> they was like, he, uh, his wife sent him to Target. And they said uh, he got back home. He was watching TV. They said his kids changed the TV one too many times for him. So he decided to go back to play football. So uh, you can, if you know Tom Brady, you can expect him to be like, man, let me go back and go to training camp with these guys and get away from this damn household because he's not adjust. He can't adjust to it, man. And if you know Tom Brady, and I'm an Ohio State guy, and Brady is a Michigan guy, but I'll say it. I think the only, the right, the only way I can really see Tom Brady officially retiring is after he wins the Super Bowl. Now, granted, he's won a handful plus some, but I don't feel like he really will retire unless he wins one more. I know that's crazy to say because he's got so many, but I just feel like after last year, he definitely was like, okay, if I'm going to retire, I at least want to do it holding up the Lombardi Trophy. Now, in his uh, post, he said we got unfinished business, so in my opinion, he's making phone calls. I heard... uh, Chris Broussard say this morning, he was like, yo, don't be surprised if he reached out to OBJ or somebody like that uh, to come up and play like the Antonio Brown role, like give me another weapon. So me personally, I feel like Brady probably would never retire unless he wins another one. If he wins another one this year, I guarantee you he's going to retire, but we shall see about that. But yeah, I didn't didn't really go for it two months ago when he supposedly – uh, announced that he was retiring. It just didn't feel like a Tom Brady retirement. You're the greatest of all time. Your retirement announcement shouldn't be as loose as it was. Like I said, the Adam Schefter and all those guys on Saturday, uh, supposedly that's not being confirmed. Then like that Monday or Tuesday, Brady come out and officially says it. It just didn't feel right to me. So I'm not shocked that he quote unquote unretired, but Y'all know, they said this news took over uh, March Madness, the bracket uh, show and all that. I'm not going to go that far. I mean, the bracket is the bracket. It's Tom Brady returning. It's Tom Brady returning. I'm not going that crazy over uh, Brady unretiring. I mean, it feels like mid-season or something like that. He just come back out of nowhere. Then I'd be like, well, damn. But, fam, two months later, we in what, March? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? NFL preseason and all that will start till August, September. So it is what it is on that. But welcome back, Tom Brady. I'm guessing he's going to play for Tampa Bay, of course. And uh, we'll see what he do, man. It's hard for him to leave it. 
Reminds me of The Undertaker, watching The Undertaker documentary. It's hard for some of the greatest to leave, man. And they want to leave on top. So that's what it kind of reminds me of. But yeah, salute to Brady, man. He'll know when it's time. Yo, new week, new playlist. Stash House playlist number 55 is now available. 10 songs I've been having in rotation throughout the week. Make sure you guys check that out. Ask and I shall receive. Last week, I just came on the podcast like, yo, new music, man. Where it's at? Where it's at? Nothing been sticking with me lately. And what do you know? Two of my favorite artists dropped projects. You know what I'm saying? Both rap and R&B. You know what I'm saying? First, Benny, Tana Talk 4. If you don't know, I said it countless times before. Benny's Tana Talk 3 is what introduced me to Griselda. Um, that would really have me locked in to their sound with Alchemist, Derringer. And that would really put me on to the whole clique, Westside, Benny, and Conway. So when I heard Tana Talk 4 was dropping, I was excited. And when I heard it was all produced by Alchemist and Derringer, I was definitely, definitely geeked up about it. 12 records. Uh, like I said, produced by Derringer and Alchemist, that core Griselda sound. What I really been missing from Benny. You know, like I said, Westside Gun, he probably makes the best projects out of all of them. He's going to keep that sound. He's going to have, it's going to be different, but it's going to, to the to the grit of it, it's going to be that Griselda sound. Conway and Benny, they experiment more. And like I said before, when they experiment, either I'm going to like it or I'm not going to like it. And with this, it's just straight Griselda type beats. So I enjoyed it. I prefer this sound from Benny. Like I said, I'm sure he's going to, you know, experiment more with different producers. Hit Boy, Harry Fraud. I heard him on different type of beats. And, you know, I just prefer him in this lane. I know on interviews, him and Conway, they constantly say, yo, the fans, they, they feel a way when the fans say that. But it just, it is what it is. I just feel like, and for my taste, I just prefer them with the Alchemists, the Derringers, the Beat Butchers. Really, with Harry Fraud and uh, Benny, I expected more from that. Honestly, I'm thinking Harry Fraud from like Cigarette Boats with Currency, French Montana, those wavy sounds. Like, they was there sprinkled throughout, but I did expect more from that project. But with this, I just prefer Alchemist and Derringer when it comes to Benny and Conway. That's just me. That's just for me, my personal taste. This project, some of my favorite records. Uh, back two times, Tyson versus Ali featuring Conway. I enjoyed that a lot. They spoke about the quote unquote friction in Griselda, how they, it's weird. Like they came up together, they family for one. So I never think they'll be beefing with each other because they family. But throughout the years, since they really blowed up within the past two, three years, you see little tweets here and there. You question why constantly is it. And this is why, as a fan of Griselda, this is why I really scratched my head. Why do Benny and Conway constantly drop around the same time? Like, I get it in terms of streaming, but it just doesn't help the argument of, you know, is it friction in the group or what? Like, it just, 
they got a weird dynamic since they've come into the spotlight. I ain't going to say the mainstream. I'm going to say the spotlight. It's a weird dynamic they got going on. And supposedly Conway, he's Griselda because, like I said, that's family. But paperwork-wise, he's not with them no more is what I'm seeing. They keep on doing these interviews with Bootleg Kev. And I, I can't really rock with Bootleg Kev interviews like that. Like, I watched some that he's had and... Yeah, I'm cool on that. But from what I'm seeing, Conway is not on Griselda no more paperwork-wise. Uh, but I do like that song, Tyson vs. Ali. I like Uncle Bun. And I like Guerrero as well. So now, what this leads me to is nothing, like I said, it's just the typical Griselda sound. So it's nothing that's going to move the needle in terms of being a career, in my opinion. Like, it's a great project, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, this is what I've been wanting from him for the past couple years i'll say but i am questioning like where's the state of griselda at right now because west side gun who knows when he's gonna drop if he ever's gonna drop again like he's been low-key for the most part of the year like i said i saw him i saw west side at the uh wrestling event the beginning of the year but in terms of music he's been low-key conway he dropped the project god don't make mistakes but like i said paperwork wise he's off of shady and supposedly he's not with Griselda no more paperwork-wise, so I'm waiting to see what, what's going to happen with him. Honestly, Bodie James, that's probably my favorite rapper right now, period. Not just in Griselda, just period, Bodie James. If you haven't already, man, check out his interview he did with The Porch. I think it's called The Front Porch. It's like a 40-minute interview, and I just like the way Bruh carried himself. Like He's from Detroit, but he reminds me of a South nigga. You know what I'm saying? He got the Cartiers. You know, he's straight Detroit, but he remind me of somebody from the South. And like, the way he talked, man, he just like, yeah, me, Griselda, Currency, Larry June, uh, Action Bronson. We all got like a circle of trust. Well, like we need somebody for a feature. It's no hassle. It's no uh, no charge or nothing like that. Just a, a group of us that, you know, we sticking by each other. We doing it the independent way. We grinding. We dropping projects. Like, the whole interview, he was just dropping some game, man. Like, he real laid back. So, Bodie James, man, with his projects with Alchemist, his features he's been doing, Bodie James is probably my favorite artist, period, right now, to be quite honest with y'all. So, I'm definitely looking forward to see what he got coming up next. Stove Guy Cooks, he's been on features with the whole Griselda as of late. Supposedly, his net project it's EP by Westside Gun, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think his first one was EP by Rob Marcy and produced by Rob Marcy, so I'm definitely looking forward to his next project if it's EP by Westside Gun. But in terms of Benny, this project was Empire and Griselda, meaning that it was an independent project, but he signed the Def Jam recently. I think Snoop Dogg has something to do with that. So I'm waiting to hear what Benny's official first album i know we they drop projects but then they come this is my first real album so i really want to see how that's gonna go and i am kind of skeptical about him signing to def jam because def jam has dropped the ball in the past five six seven years maybe i'm so mad how they did my boy dave east like i expected way more from them with dave east and seeing how they did with dave i am nervous to see what they're gonna do with benny but snoop dogg over there now so I got I got high hopes, you know what I'm saying? But we shall see with that. But all in all, Tana Talk 4, man, is what I enjoy from Benny, what I enjoy from the whole Griselda account. 
Alchemist Derringer produced it. And being that Tenor Talk 3 is what introduced me to Griselda, I can't be mad at Tenor Talk 4. Now, of course, I it's, it's not Tenor Talk 3, like I said, like just the songs and all that, but he's spitting on Tenor Talk 4. He got some records. Of course, the J. Cole record that everybody loved when it first dropped. But I'm waiting to see what's the next step for the whole Griselda, not just with Benny at Def Jam, the whole Griselda, because... These past two, three years, if you've been paying attention, it's been a lot of back and forth. Um, and I'm just waiting to see where they go from Go from here. You know what I'm saying? Also in hip-hop, Lil Dirt dropped his project, 7220. So salute the Dirt. Salute everybody that's checking that out. In the R&B world, Lucky Day dropped off his project, Candy Drip, 17 records. I've been waiting on official project from Lucky Day. He's one of those R&B ads that he'll drop records here and there. And I'm not really a record guy. Like, when you drop on a Friday, I would would prefer it to be a project or at least an EP. But if you drop just one song, I may listen to it on your Instagram. Like, the little preview they do on Instagram, I'll probably do that. And then I'll probably go check the whole song out. But I just want, like, a full body of work or, like I said, an EP. Uh, He dropped his EP last year, Table for Two. They had all women features, and I really enjoyed that project as well. But this Candy Drip, man, it's a great project as well. It's it's a great follow-up to his Painted album that he dropped a couple years ago. It's a great follow-up to that. Uh, I was worried at first, 17 records, like almost an hour long. I was kind of worried about that for a minute, but he he sprinkled in some interludes throughout there that kind of helped balance it out. So that worked out very, very well in my opinion. My favorite records, the God Body record with Smino. Probably my favorite record. I would probably say one of my favorite R&B records so far this year is uh, that record called Guess on his project. I really enjoy that. The self-titled album Candy Drip is real good. And uh, Fucking Sound. I think that's the one I see a lot of people gravitating to. It's called Fucking Sound on that project. So I'm very, I'm very happy with this project from Lucky Day, man. Like I said, at first, when I saw 17 songs, hour length, I was concerned, but it flowed very, very well. Like I said, the interludes helped. And Lucky Day, man, very, very talented artist, man. I really like him. If you haven't, check out that Table for Two project he dropped last year, that Painted project with Rose Samo and all that. That's very, very good as well. So salute to Lucky Day. Also in R&B, Mariah the, Sci- uh, Mariah the Scientist, my girl from uh, Atlanta. Uh, I don't know who she signed to, but she be with Young Thug them a lot. So shout out to Mariah the Scientist. She dropped off a four-song EP called Buckles, Laboratories, The Intermission, four-song EP. She had a couple on there that I enjoyed. But like a lot of people say, like a lot of people have the same opinion about her. She's yet to really find her stride, but when she does, it'll be out the park. Like, you just waiting for that one song to come, and you be like, okay, this the one. You know, everybody waiting. Everybody see it coming. Like, her vocals, her beat selection, it flowing good, but everybody knows, like, that one song, when she catch it, it's a rap. So, salute to Mariah the Sciences. Salute to Lucky Day. Salute to Young Dirt. I mean, Lil Dirt. Uh, and salute to Benny the Butcher, man. I asked for it last week. Maybe. Maybe it's time now we're getting some music dropping. I am looking forward to like a summer anthem 
whether it's commercial, underground, whatever, I am looking for a summer anthem this year. I feel like this summer, especially in my opinion, a lot of people have been saying it. This is probably the first summer since 2019. We probably have a real summer. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, prayers. You know what I'm saying? Pray, knock on wood. You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen as we've learned within the past couple of years. But I feel like this summer, really about to be outside, man. You know what I'm saying? I see little Baby saying he gearing up for shit. So we shall see. But new music, that's why I've been on this past weekend. Mariah the Scientist, uh, Lucky Day, and Benny the Butcher. Thank y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 160 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great work week. Have a great school week. Stay safe. Also, be on the lookout, man, for my bracket link. Enter. Get y'all some money, man. $25 giveaway at the end of March Madness. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all, man. Catch y'all here same time this week. Salute.